Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and good morning to you. We praise God for you. We thank you for tuning in this morning. Hallelujah. We pray that you will hear something that's going to stir your spirit and cause you to be discerning of the times that we're living in today. Amen. Hallelujah. I praise you, God, and I thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. I ask God that you would anoint their ears and open their hearts that they may receive, understand, retain, and apply this word to their lives. I thank you, God, that as I decrease, that you will increase in me. Help me, Holy Spirit, to bring this message with clarity to your people. And I give you all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, we say thank you, God, and amen. Hallelujah. People of God, we minister to you for um, part one of the sons of Issachar. Um, we minister to you part two, and I'm bringing to you now part three. And today I want to share with you about the Issachar anointing and to let you know that there's seasons and times in our lives that we need to pay attention to and that we need to be, be able to be discerning of the time. And according to first, uh, first Timothy chapter two, first Timothy chapter two, I want you to go with me to first Timothy chapter two and verse 15. And the Bible says, uh, it says uh, 2 and um, 15. Let's see. Am I? Yes. No, I'm sorry. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Excuse me. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 15, it says, Be diligent or be ready or be excited to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. What God is telling us that he wants us to study. He wants us to study the word. He wants us, if we study the word, we will know what time it is and we will know what to do. We will know the next move of God. We will know who is supposed to be in office. We will know how to pray for this one and how to pray. God wants you to know what is going on. You want to be able to have... You, you know, you want to be able to ready so that when the spiritual, there's a spiritual awakening going on. I mentioned that in my last message and there's a spiritual shift that's taken place. But you've got to put yourself in a position mentally, spiritually, emotionally to hear and see what it is that God is doing and what he wants you to do. Glory be to God. So our scripture for the last two and this third messages, uh, First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. I'm not going to break down everything that I did because we already went there. But I told you guys about who the sons of Issachar were. He was the ninth child of Le uh, of Jacob. And, and I gave you guys a whole information so you can send for the messages. The DVDs are $20.00. The CDs are $7. Send for them and we will send them to you. Glory be to God. You just send your money to our post office box. You will see it at the end of the um, message. And, and just, you know, order these. And this way you can sit down and listen to them back to back so you can get the fullness of what we're trying to do. We're just trying to bring you, we're trying to bring you to, to where you can walk in the spirit to, to have revelation, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding so you can know. The Bible says, I need to go here for a quick second because uh, this is not part of my note, but the Holy Spirit just dropped this into my, look what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse uh, um, it's 17. It says, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 
that, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints for you. So God wants you to be knowledgeable. Amen. He wants you to be knowledgeable of what time it is. You and I need to be like the sons of Issachar. Like I said, there's a spiritual shift taking place. God is pouring out so much grace right now. I mean, he is giving you grace and grace and grace to get it together. And there are people walking around like they're deaf, dumb, and blind and not doing anything to for the kingdom. They're not enhancing their life. They're not doing anything in the kingdom. The Bible says that those that know their God will do exploit for him. Do you really know your God? Because if you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs, just watching TV, eating, sitting down, becoming a, a couch potato, and, and, and just, just doing nothing. Guess what? You don't know your God. Because we were called into the kingdom. Salvation brings us into works. So, I don't know about you. Did you know that in the Bible there was a unique people? As I said, they were perception, they had perception and they had wisdom. And these were the sons of Issachar. They were expecting God to move. They were studying the stars. They knew, they knew who was going to be the next president. They knew, in other words, they knew when God moved, they moved right along with God. So when I look at this, it tells you that they were following and they were going into the conquest. Do you know the Issachar boys uh, were one of the, along with Judah and the financiers, they were, they were wealthy, they were smart, they were people that, that recognized what was going on around them. They, were, they walked in discernment. They were walking in discernment. If there's ever been a time right now for the kingdom, for the children of kingdom to pray is now. If there's ever been a time for us to get it together, to begin to walk upright before God, if there's ever been a time to walk holy, if there's ever been a time to watch and pray, that's the time. We got to fight in the spirit, people of God. We got to meditate on the word of God like never before. This word got to become rhema in our spirit, amen. What is the anointing of the sons of Issachar? The Issachar anointing is the unique anointing of the men of Issachar that enabled them to understand the times and season to affect and lead Israel to establish the greatest dynasty of all time, extended by the kingship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You can either be effective or you can be affective which means to bring about a change. We want to be effective. We have a choice and let's let it be the effective. Effect is usually a verb and it means to impact or change. Effect is usually a noun and, and an effect is the result of a change. So when you are walking in discernment, you are going to either affect or you're going to affect. You want to be able to set some example. Who are you affecting? Are you affecting your neighborhood? Are you doing any, making any kind of effect in your home? Is, it, it, you may be the only one that's saved. Are they seeing you in a new form? 
are they seeing you as a new creature or even though you said yes to Jesus, you're still having the wicked jokes and looking at the wicked stuff on TV and drinking and reveling and, and drunken and smoking and carrying on. Is that who you are? No, no, no. You need to cause people to see that there is a change in your life. You became a new creature when you said yes to Jesus. So they supposed to, you're supposed to, hey, like I said, effect is the result of a change. So if you're not affecting anybody, then maybe you are not changed. Amen. The Issachar anointing is that special anointing from the Holy Spirit. Only he can give that to you. Amen. It's given to certain people of God, those that understand the times and seasons. Know that God wants us to do something. And this time, right now, right now, I was looking at a function, I mean, a, a, a clip today where they went in. This is in a church in India where they burned down the church. And they were beating the people. They were chopping off their hands and their arms. And I mean with machete. And they were doing this. These people are under serious persecution. Okay, you might say, well, what do you want me to do? Pray for the persecuted Christians. Pray that they will not give up on the name of Jesus. Pray that they will stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Pray that God will help them to stay focused and not relinquish the name of Jesus, knowing that if they kill them, they will see the face of God in a second. That's the thing I'm saying. We need to recognize what's going on. You know, you don't get the news anymore in our nation unless you look at certain channels. But here, you need to look around. You might say, well, I can't do anything. Yes, you can. You can pray. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and God made you righteous. He gave you his spirit. He saved you. He sanctified you. He set you apart for the master's use. It's time for us to recognize what time it is. In my last message, I told you guys about the one world religion that is already formed. You've got the one world order that they're working on right now with Klaus Schwab. You've got people that are creating fake famine. You've got people that wants to deplete the earth of they want they call it population control. I was talking to someone the other day and they work at a funeral home and the thing that saddens me is this. The people are dying like right and left. They don't even have enough place to put the people to get them together to burial. And then they don't have enough place. Listen to me, people of God. The time is now and the time is right. And it's time to get your life in order. It's not time to play footsie with the devil. As I said, the, spirit, the, the Issachar anointing is given... Is, is that special anointing from the Holy Spirit given to certain people of God to who understands the time and season we are living in and subsequently know that God wants us to do so. It is an intuitive sense that you have. It's coupled with the voice of God. In other words, when you have the Issachar anointing, 
you will be able to hear God speaking to you. He will speak to you through his word. His spirit will speak to you. Someone may come and give you a word that is a message from God and you will know that this is God because your spirit will be quickened. That's the Issachar anointing. You've got to know what time it is. The only way that you can really connect, I mean, have the Issachar anointing is if you are connected fully with the Holy Spirit. It's not this way today and tomorrow. No, we've got to get to that place where we are fully connected to the Holy Spirit. We cannot play games any longer, people of God. Watch this. First, the Issachar anointing is the ability to discern times and season. The the time manif listen time manifests itself in season of or our chrono chronological year has seasons you have winter you have spring you got summer and fall just like our physical season we have spiritual seasons there are seasons within time and we must learn to adjust each season and fulfill the specific purpose that God has called us to fulfill God measures our life according to purpose. This is an anointing of discernment for what season we're in. Second, the Issachar anointing is also the ability to discern truth and falsehood. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. John 8 and verse 32. We must know the truth and believe the truth. Just knowing the truth because there's a, pe a lot of people that they know that the Bible is real. They know that this is God's word. But guess what? They don't believe it. So the truth that you believe is the truth that's going to set you free. In other words, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. If you know Jesus only by the word, by the letter, and not know the person of Jesus Christ, you may not believe the truth. Because he said he is the truth. So you got to believe this word. You got a lot of people that read the Bible, but they don't believe the Bible. They don't. We've got to know and believe the truth so that we can be set free. So, so you cannot know, you, you cannot know, know how to discern falsehood if you don't know and believe God's truth. This means reading God's word and cultivating intimacy with the Lord. Third, the Issachar anointing is the ability to discern the voice of God and to go on the offensive against the evil one. Proverbs 28 expresses the heart of a son and a daughter of Issachar. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. If you're walking in righteousness, then you are going to stay focused and you're going to be strong in the Lord. You're not going to be compromising. You're not going to say what people want to hear just to get some money. If you're an evangelist or apostle or whatever you call yourself, you are not, if someone calls you to preach, you're going to give them the truth. You are not going to just say what people want to hear just so that they can call you back. No, you want to be able to speak the truth and speak it in love. Amen. Fourth, seasons of spirituality. In comparison with the nature Every Christian will experience four different seasons in their walk with God. Each season presents its own sets of benefits and challenges. Our ability to determine which season we are in at all times will require an acute sharpness of your spirit. 
The only way you can have an acute sharpness of your spirit is if you stay in the word. If you feed the Holy Spirit, then he will overtake your spirit. Remember, the old man never dies. The old man is ready to rise up at any moment. But if you stay in this word and feed yourself, feed you, feed the spirit that's living in the inside of you, you will have this acute sharpness of spirit. But rest assured, sharpness of spirit is a worthy goal. As you focus on the following descriptions of various, watch this, various seasons of the Christian walk, attempt to identify the season that you are currently in. Amen. Winter. Nature. Winter is marked as a long and dry, dreary, dreary season. It is a time of hard growth, inner growth it, in trees and plants. In the spirit, it's the, the, this represents a time of introspection and the examination of our heart and motives. A time of allowing God to make changes in, uh, in us. A time of strengthening and of maturing. We are supposed to be maturing in the kingdom. In God, amen. In spring, that's nature. Spring is marked as a time of cleansing and restoration. From the difficult days of winter, soil rotates refreshing rains, a time of transition, a time of pruning and regrowth. In the spirit, this represents a time of joy and glory after dormancy and hardship, a time of pruning. This is when this is a time when God shapes and molds his people. Then you have summer. Summer is marked as a time of extreme dryness and heat, marked by a need of more water than usual to sustain strength and life. Topped off the ground, cracks and heat. This is what happens in the summertime. In the spirit, represents a time of spiritual dryness, a time of needing more spiritual food than usual to stay replenished. Amen. Then you have... You have... um. Then we go to um, fall. Watch this. Fall is marked as a time of harvest, a time of pruning in preparation for winter. Leaves fall from the trees, a time of transition. In the spirit, this represents a time of harvest when the Christian bears their fruit. More correction and shaping from God is required to prepare the individual for the long winter season. So you see, we go through seasons in our life, in the natural and also in the spiritual, but we need to know this. We need to recognize what season we're in, what time it is, amen. As I close this message, we see they studied the movements of the star, talking about the Issachar, the Issachar anointing we're talking about, the sons of Issachar. They studied they studied the stars and planets and understood chronological time. They were responsible for calling the whole nation together when the stars aligned. Literally, the Jewish feast days are approximately based upon the lunar calendar, with consideration also given to the movement of the sun. The nation had to gather to worship God on specific days uh, on this heavenly calendar when when, when signs and wonders happen in the heavens with the sun, the moon, and the stars, the sons of Israel knew how to interpret the meaning of those events. What are you interpreting? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing in your neighborhood? What are you doing for the school system? What are you doing with the government? What are you doing 
wherever you go. Are you doing anything at all, my sister, my brother? Do you realize what time we're in? Do you understand? I know they've been saying forever that we're living in the end times. Well, listen to me. This is the end of the end times. Like I said in my last message, God is pouring out so much grace. Why? He wants us to get it together. His grace is going to help us to get it together. And you still have people, people that call themselves saints, people that call themselves Christians. They're still dilapidated, broken down, not interested, not reading the word, not going to church. Just because we had COVID, COVID has messed up a lot of people. COVID did a lot of good, but COVID did a lot of bad. You had a lot of people that didn't want to go to church anyway. But I'm telling you today, you need, do not forsake the assembly of the saints. You need to recognize what time. You need to be spiritually developed. You need to be around saints. You need to come to the knowledge and the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and 10 said, Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He says, With the heart one believes on the Lord Jesus, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? The sons of Issachar understand, they understood chronological time, but they also understood spiritual and political time. Do you understand what time it is? The sons of Issachar could discern what God was doing, and when he was doing it. What do you know? They knew when one move of God was ending and another one was beginning. They could discern when a leader was falling and another was being rising, was being put in office. We as saints should be like the sons of Issachar, even more because we have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. The Spirit of God came to live inside of you when you said yes to Jesus. Sons of Issachar could even tell you who the next leader should be. They knew who to follow and when to follow him or her. We need to make sure that we realize who we are following. Are we following the government or are we following the Spirit of the living God? Are we being led by the Spirit of God or are we being led by our government? People of God, please, I don't want to see you left behind. I don't. Not only that, but the sons of Issachar excelled in knowledge of God's law. Are you studying to show yourself approved? Are you? They were full of wisdom. In fact, God chose the sons of Issachar as one of the three tribes to go out in front of the Israel, whatever the nation moved. You know, when they were in the wilderness... When it was time for them to go, when, it, when the cloud moved, they had to move. And the sons of Issachar was the ones that was passed. Past. Judah was there to praise. The sons of Issachar was there because they had wisdom. And Zebulun was the financiers. That's quite a combination. Again, my sister, my brother, examine yourself. Judge yourself. The Bible says if you judge yourself, no one will have to judge you. Where are you at this point in your life? You might have been saved for 40 years and you have done nothing for the kingdom. You will be judged. You may get to heaven, but you will be judged because you didn't do nothing for the kingdom. You need to take a retrospect on your life. You need to examine your motives. Even some of you that are serving in church, you need to examine your motives. Remember, we are all transparent before God. 
So the sons of Issachar were sharp and so spiritually astute that the whole nation depended on them to know what they ought to do and when they ought to do it. I want to ask you again. You're the only one saved in your family. Are they looking at you and wondering if you're really saved? You're the only one saved on your job. Are they looking at you and wondering if you're really saved because you're just like them? There's no difference. I remember before I became a Christian, I before, before I became born again, none of my friends could not bring me to the Lord. God had to send somebody from the other side of town to pray with me. Why? Because we were all living the same lifestyle. They said they were Christians, but I didn't see no difference in them. Are you one of those people that's living however you choose to? Are you connected to the Spirit of God? Did you really get saved when you said yes to Jesus? Because you shed some tears and shook the pastor's hand. Do you understand that that doesn't mean anything? This Salvation is a heart thing. You got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Because with the heart one believes and with the mouth confesses is made Confession is made unto salvation. So what am I saying to you? I am saying to you, if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, you can recommit your life to Jesus Christ right now. You can say the sinner's prayers with me and ask Jesus to come into your heart. He will not turn you away. He went to the cross. He said he don't wish that any should perish, but that all should come to everlasting life. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. All I know is this, I'm interested in your soul salvation. I'm interested in you being saved, not saying a bunch of words. I need you to know Jesus Christ as your Lord. When I say know him, the Bible says in Genesis that Adam knew Eve and they, be, they got a son. I need you to have a relationship to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Give him your life. Who knows, you may be one of the sons of Issachar, but remember, until you come in and say yes to Jesus, you're just going to be on the outside looking in. So I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, that you will get yourself in order. Put yourself together. Don't waste time. Don't allow, don't allow what's going on around you to cause you to draw back. And if you have given your life to Jesus Christ, you cannot walk in a drawback spirit. You got to walk in holy boldness. He made you righteous. He did this for you. People of God, hear me today. Don't play with your life. Eternity is a long, long, long time. I was reading something today in the Bible and the Holy Spirit showed me. He said, the reason why Satan and his angels will burn in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever and ever and ever is because a spirit cannot die. So they're going to burn forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And you don't want to be a part of that group. You want to live with Jesus Christ in heaven and the Father forever and ever and ever and ever. So today, I just want to encourage you, give your life to Jesus, bless you, bless the Lord, and understand that if you say yes to Jesus, you won't have any problems. Oh, well, don't, let me, let me rephrase that. You are still going to run into problems, but the Spirit of God will help you to make hoops over those problems. Because remember, you are not going to be, once you say yes to Jesus, you are not fighting 
for victory. You are fighting from victory. So today, I bless you. I praise God for you. And I ask you again, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? It's not too late. The trumpet haven't sound yet. The dead in Christ have not gone up yet. So remember, think about this. Don't wait too long. God bless. Amen.